Hi, I'm Ray Keating, and this is Free Enterprise in three minutes. In this 141st episode, after looking at some fundamentals of Keynesian economics in the last two episodes, now we'll talk about some key criticisms of Keynesian thinking. Now, make no mistake, while Keynesian economics came to dominate academic and policy circles for several decades, it always remained controversial and eventually fell out of favor with a significant chunk of the economics profession. So, what are some of the problems? Well, the Keynesian argument, for example, that aggregate demand can be buttressed by government spending ignores that those resources must come from somewhere. That is, those dollars must be extracted and or redirected away from the private sector, which would have a reverse Keynesian multiplier effect on aggregate demand and the economy. Hmm. Also, since Keynesians largely ignore incentives or at best toss them in the back seat, the fact that government spending turns out to be inefficient and wasteful due to political incentives fails to be fully considered by Keynesians. Going ignored, therefore, are the fact that elected officials and their appointees are spending other people's money with few incentives to be concerned about costs. The influences of special interests and lobbying on resource allocation, such as rent-seeking efforts whereby individuals, enterprises, and groups seek to extract wealth from others via government action, and the actuality that failure in government usually gets subsidized with larger budgets and more staff. In addition, the Keynesian response of increased government spending and tax cuts to bad economic times must rely on the idea of fooling people. But individuals tend to understand that such government actions are temporary reactions to bad times. The reality of such actions being temporary and perhaps reversed down the road lead people to keep their powder dry, for example, saving rather than spending good chunks of those tax rebate checks. Keynesians, of course, see that as a negative. It also must be pointed out that Keynes wrote during very tough times, that is, during the Great Depression, so that Keynesian economics was born out of pessimism, assuming doom and gloom about businesses and consumers that really fails to align with economic reality and history. Keynes was more interested, it seems, in coming up with ideas to counter the situation when consumers suddenly stop spending and businesses stop investing. But he should have been digging deeper on why businesses and consumers pulled back. That's where incentives come into play, and that the Great Depression came about largely due to the imposition of grossly misguided tax, regulatory trade, and government spending policies. By the way, check out episode 16 of this podcast on the causes of the Great Depression. Finally, it's worth noting that Keynes emphasized juicing up aggregate demand via more government spending and budget deficits only during bad economic times. However, that pinpoint emphasis by Keynes was rather quickly lost by Keynesian advocates, including economists and policymakers, replaced by arguments that more government spending and deficits needed to continue all the time. Thanks for listening. Like and follow us on Facebook at Free Enterprise Economics and on Twitter at Free Enterprise 7. And please subscribe to the Free Enterprise in 3 Minutes podcast. Take care and hey, think more like an economist.